Upsets, upsets, upsets. Week 13 is uh, what is week 13 is over, right? Yeah, week it 13 is, is in the books after hey, this crazy. Monday night game. But yeah, we're here. We have some impressions from from week 13. Uh, some people that uh, impressed us, some disappointing players and teams. And next week, we all know what that is. Week 14, first week of the fantasy playoffs. Things are starting to get real, and we just want to kind of educate you guys a little bit, even though some of us might need some education. I know I know, I had a big dud this week. Yeah. I projected um, I projected McCaffrey to have the biggest fantasy day ever as my bold prediction, and he had his worst one of the season. So wow. that just, that's just how it goes for me, you know what I mean? But um, I'm going to hop in with, with an impressive player that I had, and that was Deshaun Watson, you know, three touchdowns with, with a W over the Pats, like, I just thought that that was a big statement game, and usually the Patriots have the Texans' number. So to see that go opposing ways, I mean, I know you could say Brady played poor. The Patriots as a whole played poor. The receivers had a lot of mishaps, but still Deshaun Watson had to put up three touchdowns to beat them, so he's my impressive player. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, he showed up when the lights were the brightest, and he he always plays good versus the Pats. I mean, that's kind of been his thing. I'm pretty sure his first game versus the Pats didn't they? Didn't the Pats block them off with a Brandon Cooks touchdown when he yeah, was a rookie? Could have, yeah, that was that was crazy how he got um, he got that close to beating him the first time. But yeah, my my impressive player was um, Darius Geis. Yeah, he on, looked on good. Washington, 129 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, that was a huge part of why they beat the Panthers. Uh, they were a disappointment as a whole, like you just said with McCaffrey. Yeah. And then uh, my impressive team, it, it, I mean, it was the Bills. I mean, they were on the road on Thanksgiving, and they beat it. They beat a, a solid Dallas football team. There's, yeah. there's nothing more you could say about that. I mean, they look good. They have a tough matchup ahead of them coming up with the Ravens. But I really, really think the the Bills are here to stay. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with you with with my impressive team because I had the Bills down here, but I also had the Ravens down here. And next week, yeah. very interesting to see the Ravens and the Bills play against each other, but. I know, I know the 49ers went to Baltimore and kind of made a statement um, that the fact that the, the Ravens beat them. But, I mean, that's still a tough game. And it was it was close scoring, too. I, I think the Ravens only won by, by a field goal a or, or four goal. points. Um, so so th- those two teams really impressed me. And it's going to be interesting to see them kind of play against each other next week. But, Kev, you've been silent. You're not on your sp- sabbatical today. Who do you got for impressive teams and players? So one of the players I had um, was your guy Steve Deshaun Watson. So so I won't go with, I won't go into that. My my second player is my guy who I've been preaching all year, Colton Sutton. Yeah, I mean, he had a game. Seventy five yards, two touchdowns. I mean, you know, not really a game that meant much. So I'm sure a lot of people probably didn't pay attention to it. But I'll tell you, Colton Sutton's really he's turning. He's yeah. developing. I mean. He really is like now like a, like a solid wide receiver too. Even one, I guess, on some teams. He's like, a high end wide receiver teams. too, for sure. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Low one slash two wide receiver on your fantasy team can't go wrong if you have him. Um, so good game out of Sutton, but uh, that's my guy. I've been preaching him all year. Yeah. Uh, as far as teams, I had I had two teams here, and it was one was Miami and one was Washington. I think Miami. You know, obviously they're the Dolphins, so I won't give them too much credit. But putting up 37 points against the Eagles' defense tells you something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's something yeah. there. You know what I mean? They're doing something that the last few weeks they've been honestly putting up points. So I don't know if it's, you know, just changing. Everyone's just buying into yeah, Miami system. Flores, you know, they got exactly. all the head cases out of there, and, and they're just kind of making a statement. And, guys, I, there were also some games on Thursday that I, I know we didn't really – 
talk about we gave a preview and there was a little mishap on the post and thanks to Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook being down. But can't blame anyone but ourselves. But th- that Lions quarterback, David, what was it, Blau? David Blau? David Blau, yeah. yeah he, he, <laughs> hey, he played pretty good. He and he, he had a 75-yard touchdown pass to Galladay. Like, Galladay looked good. He had over – I think he had three catches over 100 yards and a touchdown. So, like, that was a crazy performance. But anyone want to hop in with uh, disappointments? Yeah, dude. I mean, listen, I will never root for the Pats ever, ever again. Every single time I need them to win a game, beat Baltimore, get smoked. Yeah. Beat Houston, get smoked. I mean, they lost by seven, but that was an embarrassment of a game. They got right. shellacked. Right. Um, there's nothing the defense could do. They just couldn't move the ball. They gave up on the run early. Uh, Steve, you're right. It was a big James White day because they, they were from behind and, and they just couldn't put Sony in because they That's needed that That's how they option. had to play, yeah, for sure. It, it was sad and it's just they, – they just weren't good. No one got open and they did not look like a good football team and they haven't looked like a good team versus good team. So, yeah, yeah extremely disappointing. And then my, my disappointing play was Tyreek. I really needed him in fantasy this week, five catches, 55 yards. And I, they played Oakland. I mean, I, they had a solid day offensively, but it was more or less Oakland had two picks. One, I think, was a pick six. And then uh, Patrick Mahomes looked good. I mean, he wasn't getting crazy protection. They were still getting the ball ran on them. But going inter- yeah, to be yeah. interesting when, when the Chiefs go to Gillette next week. I mean, the, yeah. the Pats' offense didn't look good. The, the Chiefs have a lot to play for, and especially seeding, too. I mean, they, it's not like the Pats don't look – like they're gonna blow people away you know what I mean they could still like lose a couple of games like the Chiefs could fight for a seed imagine yeah. the Ravens and the Chiefs got the one and two seed and the Pats slipped out out to three yeah. like that Maybe that the, that make a big difference the Texans could take the two seed two and then and then it could be Texans Chiefs and then you know what I mean you never know but yeah Tyreek was just an ultimate disappointment I thought he would go off it almost seemed like because they they were kind of went to everybody like they ran it well and I just think that I expected him to be that playmaker and just abolish Oakland's defense. Yeah, fair enough. And, Lou, for, for disappointments, I I don't want to say I have more than one guy, but just where were the Saints playmakers? Where was Breeze? Where was Kamara? Where was Thomas? Taysom, Taysom Hill stole all the shine on, on Thursday night. And at, on Thanksgiving, I, I thought that after the Falcons had, had given the Saints a loss in New Orleans, that they were going to come. And not that they didn't show up because they clearly got the win, but I thought that they were going to have to, like, like make a statement, you know yeah. what I mean? Just make, make sure the Falcons remembered who the Saints were. And I I saw a disappointing game out of kind of all of them. Like, Breeze, too, he, he didn't play that well. So, I did have Brady as my disappointment, but I, I, I don't want to get all you, all you Pats fans' panties in a bunch because if, I, if God forbid, I, I haven't been saying Tom Brady's been playing bad all year. What what makes you guys think that you're gonna listen now to a yeah. disappointing player in Tom Brady? He had some terrible like that pick that he pick threw. Six, the first man. No, that's not on him. That's the receivers, Lou. Hey, Come that on, was, that was that was legit hard. He legit looked the dude in the eye and was like, "Here you go." Yeah, it's crazy, but but no, it, it's not Brady. But Kev, you you got some disappointing plays that you want to talk about? Yeah, so I I had two this week, and and one of them was you know, my fantasy running back who I preach a lot and, and me and Steve were actually at this game. It was sick. And, by and the it way. was yeah, and it was sick. It was Aaron Jones. Yes, I projected and, him at two this week right? for fantasy. And no, I know I had him high too and, and and it was weird because with the weather and everything, I was expecting this to be a game. Where, and pounds. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean he did get eleven carries, so it wasn't horrible. It wasn't like he didn't get the ball. But eighteen yards, I mean that just can't happen. I know it was snowing and stuff, but Still, I mean, with a guy that's that talented and has been having the seasons, having to have 11 rushes and 18 yards 
against the Giants, nonetheless. Yeah. No offense, Steve. But, I agree. I mean, I think that's that's a pretty that's a pretty bad game, but I mean, they still won. So in retrospect, I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah. um, my other guy this week, disappointing, who I think we all had in our top five for for tight ends, was Hunter Henry. Yeah. I mean, two yeah. catches, ten yards. Again, you know, tight ends I give a little bit more leadway to because you know they're not targeted as much, but still, I mean. When you got a guy like that as a tight end, I mean, us Pats fan would die for Hunter Henry. You know what I mean? That would, yeah, to to only to only talk or to only have two catches, I think is just you know, I don't know how many targets he had, but two catches in ten yards is just unacceptable, especially for a guy like that. I mean, they're not loaded with receivers, so it's not like he was. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, like yeah. they were looking somewhere else. They really only got Keenan Allen. Mike Williams hasn't really had a great season, so. Yeah, and it's funny because you know what really impressed me. I know we got passed out here, but Drew Locke was horrible in the preseason, and like now Drew Locke, like his first game off injury, like he looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I know that the Chargers blew that game, but he didn't. He didn't look bad for his first start off the IR. Like, that's some promise right there for them. And as a Colts fan, who who now like we're starting to think like maybe we need a QB in the draft. Like, I told you. And as I, mean, I told you, it, it, it's definitely going to be interesting when, when draft time comes around because there's just, so many teams that need quarterbacks. It's, it's just tough because, like, I don't want to judge Brissett because it was like, you have no Mac, you have no T.Y. You hurt. You, you, have no, you have no Funches. And then Chester Rogers goes out in the first quarter. It's like the number, the number two receiver was Marcus Johnson. Like, yeah. like, and no Ebron either. So it's like, how much can I really say, like, Brissett's, like, not playing well, but, right. like, when he doesn't have people around him. But – I'm all for taking a guy in the second round. And as yeah. and as far as my disappointing team this week, kills me to say this, but I gotta have the Pats. Oh. Kev, I mean, I do. <laughs> Kev was literally screaming on the ride home I from was New screaming. York. And, and listen, <laughs> I will. Unlike Steve, I will get you Pats fans in a bunch, fans <laughs> in a bunch because I am one. And unless some miraculous signing happens, the Pats will not win the Super Bowl this year. I'm just gonna go on and say this now. They don't have the offense. I think. They do have the defense, but if the offense is only putting up nine to fourteen points a game, they're not going to win. I know they only lost by six the other day, but that was the most one-sided, you know, six-point game I've ever seen in my life. The Pats had no momentum; they were flat. The Texans from the jump had the momentum, and it was just, it was bad. Take away the garbage time touchdown from the Pats, and, and that game pretty much is a blowout. You know it was what like I mean? Nine to twenty-six or twenty-four, whatever it was. And it's funny because on that, that radio thing I had us and I had Pats. Like, you had to put in the score. Like, I said, Pats 24-17. Uh, so, it wasn't you know what too was far weird, off, too, was <laughs> they lost. I forget if it was going into the – I think it might have been right around halftime. And we were watching the game in Yakov, Steve. I think it was, like – there was, like, a 52-yard field goal. And Belichick didn't even, like, bother to attempt it. And I'm like, oh. you're in a dome and you're already hurting to put a point. You might as well try it. And, like, and, and you know what screwed them, too, is uh, they missed the extra point. Because they backed up and took the yeah. delay game yeah. penalty to get him offside. Yeah. That was an absolute – I've never seen a Belichick bonehead and it, move. Yeah, that it's, was bonehead. and it's weird because, like, they're doing things wrong that I've never seen the Pats do wrong. Like, they're getting stupid penalties. Like, they're making – like, Tom Brady's making stupid throws. They're dropping wide open passes. Like, it's just – and I know we don't have the roster that we are used to having, you know, the Gronks and, and, and the, and the wideouts and stuff. But still, it's like, come on. like. How, like, what is going on? And on top of all that, you heard Tom in the press conference. They're trying their best right now. So they're, they're truthfully trying their best, unless you guys all think that Tom Brady's a liar. <laughs> and, and, and these struggles have been going on 
for weeks now. And if you guys don't understand that there is something that's going to change, going to have to change in New England, then you're just you're just settling for. I mean, I understand they have a winning record. They they beat bums, but that that's what we talk about for the Cal, for the Dallas Cowboys, just mm-hmm. beating bums, and that gets me to my disappointing team. I mean, there's so many teams that really were a disappointment this week. The Browns lost to Pittsburgh, Eagles blew Panthers. it, Panthers, Panthers, Cowboys, Jets, Pats, all those teams. I mean, like seriously, like. The Cowboys and the Eagles, you're fighting for the playoffs. And, and the team that gets in the NFC East might not even have eight wins. Imagine that. It's embarrassing. They'll, and they'll have home field. That's legit a disgrace. That's what I hate. Same thing with, like, the MLB playoffs. It's it's the division, and then you get the wild card base on it. It should just be wrecked. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, so next week, uh, some favorable fantasy matchups and some not-so-favorable ones. Uh, my first one that I think is unfavorable is Amari Cooper at the Bears. I mean, they've been struggling to throw it versus bad defenses, and we saw he wasn't a huge factor versus the Bills, and the Bears have had a little bit of resurgence of life. Mitch has been okay lately. Yeah. Um, like Steve pointed out on Instagram earlier, he has a higher completion percentage than Brady. Imagine right Mitch Trubisky has been the worst. He's He was literally ranked pro football focus, like 34, like 34 to like 40 in quarterbacks, and, and we've only had – there's only, what, 32 signed quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the league? And Tom Brady is behind him. Like, guys, the numbers are there. Just stop being so ignorant. Like, it, just believe the facts. They're right there. But sorry to interrupt. So you're good. And then another unfavorable one is Hollywood Brown versus the Bills. Yeah. Um, I, he wasn't good. He wasn't anybody versus San Fran. And I think the same thing is going to be true this week. Uh, at the Bills, I think they just have a really good defense. And that's going to be similar to the San Fran game, I think. It's going to be low scoring, a lot of field goals, and a lot of – going for it on fourth and trying to get yourself in range. But, yeah, who, who do you guys have for some unfavorable matchups? Well, Lou, I, I'm happy you mentioned that game because I think my cousin Anthony's going to that Bills-Ravens Ooh. game, and it's in it's in Buffalo. But I do agree with you. I think Marlon Brown will, will struggle. I mean, Tredavious White falling around is going to be tough. But a couple of weeks ago when, when uh, the Ravens had played the Rams, I, I, thought, I thought he was going to get shut out, and he had two touchdowns against Ramsey. Um, I, I know that there was some zone coverage in there, so – so w- whether the guy followed him throughout the play or not, um, that's a different story. But uh, and someone that, that I think could, could also struggle is I, I think that Kamara could have another tough matchup yeah. versus the 49ers next oh, week. Yeah, so sure. so, so that, that's a troubling matchup. And, and vice versa, I'm going to have to say Tevin Coleman as well. Mm-hmm. I, the Saints defense has been playing awesome, and that's kind of – been their best dimension this whole season. Lou, you've talked about how, how not poor Breeze has been playing, but not like himself not throughout dynamic. the year. And, and I, I mean, Michael Thomas is having a record year, but Kamara's had his games and not had his games. But that defense has, has stayed consistent. And Tevin Coleman has kind of shied away since he had a, a, a fresh big start midway through the season. So yeah. those are a couple guys that I had to mention. I completely agree. Uh, Kev, do you have anyone you wanted to add? Before we go to favorable? I don't have any, you know, specific players, but I do have your Colts as an unfavorable matchup, Lou. I don't Ooh, know. How do you feel so, How do you feel against Tampa Bay this week? Good. We only play well on the road. Right. I don't get it. Uh, I just think that we – we'll see if T.Y. comes back because they rushed him. But, honestly, like, I'm at the point where it's like if, if we can't win out because, like, we play the Titans again, we play the Saints – we don't play Houston again. If we if we can't compete for the wild card, realistically, I'd rather just lose and get a draft. How pick. do you feel about the Colts' defense this week against Good. God uh, Godwin and Evans and 
good because they, they won't be able to run the football. Yeah. I think I think it'll be like if we lose, it'll be like twenty seven seventeen. I don't right. think I don't think they'll like smash us. It's just we we run the ball too much for a little too passive. Mm-hmm. And I love Frank Reich and like he understands it. We're a running team, but it's like Jacoby Brissett like doesn't want to throw the ball downfield and like you gotta do it. Like yeah. it's just tough when like like Chester Rod has just broke his knee. Mm-hmm. And like your number one is Zachary Pascal. Like, like imagine like outside Tough. of the outside of the Pats. Actually, no, we have the worst receiving core in the in the, in the NFL, and yeah. I think the Pats are too. Yeah, I yeah. mean that they're just not good. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Like, it, I, Edelman's like clearly banged up, but like that he's played his whole career banged up. Yeah. So like I don't even know if you can give him an excuse anymore. You traded the second round pick for Sanu, and it doesn't look like that's working out in your favor right now. You know what yeah. I mean? The second round pick is like. That's something that, that you definitely need a turnaround from. So maybe, maybe an off season with with Sanu will be beneficial, but but right now it looks like that trade's a dud. Yeah, I agree, and it's and it's funny with the someone tweeted on on like Colts Twitter, uh, the reason the Texans can overcome a bad O line and not a great defense is because they have great receivers and an elite quarterback, and those are our two weakest spots technically. So I mean, we'll see what we have to do. I like I like the game versus Tampa Bay just because they have no defense whatsoever. So maybe we'll look good on yeah. offensive mm-hmm. ones. But yeah, no, I, I do agree, Kev. That that could be that could be a nightmare for us with with Godwin and Evans if we don't get our shit together. Yeah, but but let's get into some favorable matchups. You know, there's a, a lot of a lot of teams uh, around the, the fantasy world that that are definitely going to want to make sure that they start off right in Week 14. We've all been those one or two seeds that. If you guys don't play with buys in your playoff format that have been balanced by the last seed, and we definitely don't want that. Um, so someone I think that that we definitely have to continue to keep starting and could have great success is guys like Dalvin Cook. If if Thielen plays, I think they could have big games against the Lions. Um, I have I have the Browns on here versus Cincy, so I think Jarvis can eat along with Chubb. And then I also must say I think the Pack is at home. Yeah. I, I know I know Washington ha- had a, a, a big game against Carolina, but I think Devontae is going to eat. And, Kev, you think Aaron Jones gets back on, back on track versus Washington? I hope so. But then again, like, they did a good job on McCaffrey. McCaffrey yeah. so, but Tough. I think that was just like, a, you know, broken clocks right twice a day type of thing. But <laughs> we'll see yeah, what happens. Enough. I expect Green Bay's offense to go off. But Luke, yeah, hop in with some favorables. I agree. Uh, my, my first one is I love Sony versus Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way to beat Kansas City is the way the Pats have won games all season. Run the football, grind the clock out, and um, just ram it down their throats. And I think that Sony looked decent versus Houston. He looked good versus Houston. It's just you can't keep him in when uh, they're down just because he can't catch the football. And I yeah. think with Kansas City, it'll be more of their ahead and it want to stop Mahomes from getting on the field. So be good for him. And then I love DJ Moore versus Atlanta. Yeah, I no, love that, that is matchup. a great matchup. That goes along with mine because I like McCaffrey against Atlanta. Yes. So I think I think they'll both have good games. DJ Moore too, man. Haven't started in the last two weeks. And he's wow, had two good weeks. Really? Right okay. It's just I got – I got he has so many receivers. Yeah, I got Michael Thomas, John Brown. Who I mean, Julio's injured right now. But still, it's like I really couldn't find a guy to start him all. Imagine, Kev, the rookie is with fantasy football as Michael Thomas and Julio and still might not make the playoffs. No, I'm not making – I have Russell Wilson, Aaron Jones, Michael Thomas, and Julio Jones. And I'm Jeez. not making the playoffs. Yeah. Plus John Brown hey. and and uh, who are we just talking about? Um, Sutton. No, that no. I, I just said I. Oh, DJ Moore. Yeah. Bro, that's like that's like me and Yahoo. I have Chubb, Kamara, Sony, um, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, 
and I had Austin Hooper, and but I, I still will, am not making the I playoffs. Will me- I will mention my best fantasy play probably since I've been playing fantasy, picking Devontae Parker up this week yeah. and starting him. Oh, yeah, Boom. there you go. You know what? You know what helped me in the uh, in the league uh, for Thaddeus, where I'm I'm close to winning. Guess what I picked up for tight end this week? Oh, Tyler Higby. Wow, yeah, he went all no Ryan yeah. because I had Evan Ingram starting there, and I checked on Sunday, and I was like, oh my god, he's not playing again. It's tough, yeah. yeah. And like that Earth trade looked like it was gonna screw me because I had John Brown and Ingram hadn't played, and yeah. John Brown had some good games, but. Like, now that I had Higby in there, I was like, yeah, <laughs> solid 15. Lou's going to hit him with the good old, yeah. But, yeah. but we also do, ha- do have some big news coming up for the week. But a little bit besides football and basketball, Lou's about to go to Cali. Lou's about to go watch a podcast. So we're going to c- try and bang out some episodes tomorrow while, while BPS is closed and try and take advantage of me and Kev not having work. So – could be having a double recording session tomorrow. You guys could get an all ball. You could get a fantasy rankings. And if Kev's schedule adapts to it, then we could have another all ball too. So it's a busy week for And us. why we're – this is just an honorable mention. It was actually a stat that I saw last night. The three Boston teams – well, yeah, Bruins, Pats, and – Celtics. Celtics all are undefeated at home right now. Hey! So there's a fun wow! Yeah. Definitely, definitely wasn't sharing that. Yeah, that's my source. So. Definitely, definitely wasn't the Red Sox yeah. this year. But and shout out to the East Boston High Varsity Basketball Team. We had trials today. It's going to be a good season. So for all you listeners that live local, if you want to pop out to a couple games this year and show some support, we'll we'll be glad to have you. Just hit me up and I'll give you the schedule. Ten dollar raffles, Easty High, can't miss sixty them. inch TV, baby. If you want a raffle ticket. Just uh, just text me or whatever. I, Venmo, cash, anything is fine. So, again, ten dollar tickets to uh, to support the Eastie basketball team and, and the grand prize is a sixty inch brand new smart TV. So, well, we hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving. We wish you the best of luck tonight in Monday Night Football and getting prepared for the fantasy playoffs. We know how important weeks fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen are for all of us fantasy football lovers but don't forget the season doesn't end when fantasy does so make sure you keep on sharing listening and liking our content let us know what you guys are looking forward to listening to and we'll definitely get that out to you guys but that wraps it up for this episode since the sandbox baby peace booyah